So this podcast is going to serve more of self-talk, self-analysis. I want not only to show you what I do, how I think, and how I approach that. But what a lot of people don't really give you, for maybe good reasons, is their insight on themselves. And I think a lot of business is geared towards external value. And I've noticed over the years a lot of successful people that I know have a strong focus on their inherent worth and their own inherent value. So I'm going to take you on a journey. The insights of how I see business as a visionary And what my inner world that I don't reveal or communicate very often, what that looks like. So there's a lot of information here, and I'm going to try to break it down the best I can. It's not completely fleshed out. I'm an intuitive person. Most of this vision is a vision in my head that hasn't been fleshed out. Primarily because it's so complex that almost every second of the day, my brain kind of on autopilot is sculpting, architect, you know, creating this vision, adding more pieces and more avenues So that vision is about the synapsis. Synapsis. The synapsis is the point between two other focal points. The middle is the best way that I can explain to you what the synapsis is. And the way that I see the synapsis is there's an internal world, there's an internal dialogue. That's who you are. All of the creations that are birthed from that spirit of who you are. You know, the inner world. And then there's an outer world. And in both of those worlds, there are different functions and different values of those functions and more importantly different motives for all of those internal and external systems so the world is one big mathematical puzzle to be solved to me and one of my strongest values as a person one of those values that you know, someone could put a gun to your face and it, it, it just couldn't go away. You would want it to and it just it wouldn't. They'd put the gun to your face and say, change this. One of my internal values is that everything is a puzzle 
to be solved. The bigger the puzzle, the more complex the puzzle, the more I am going to be interested in solving that puzzle. So there's a synapsis between both of those puzzles. And that is the subject, you know, on point here. So my value in the world is something I question all the time. Because value can be broken down across several different you know, columns, several different, you know, spectrums. There's many different ways you can break down what value is. Are you valuable financially? Are you valuable, then we can break it down financially to you and the people around you. Okay, maybe you're valuable to them in a three-month span. But in the long term, the way that you're operating in a six-month span, you're financially a detriment to those around you. So then we can look at value over the course of time. Because value changes and there's such thing as a lifetime value. You could be worth everything this month and be worth nothing for the rest of your life. So that's your value to others. Now you have to take that external value that you're that that's impacting the world. And then you have to question what is that value to yourself? If this value, this kind of synapsis of your connection to the world benefits the world, what is the benefit on you? What is the value to yourself? And what is that value to yourself financially, emotionally, spiritually? And what are those values over time? Are there previous ways to break down those values? And what are the future ways that we can take those values and make them more functional, operatable? So being the type of person who's very theoretical, loves breaking down puzzles, and loves winning, especially, um, but being a theoretical person for a long period of time, I had this limiting belief, quivers in and out, and it's going away more and more every day, that I will not be successful, or that I would not have been successful in what I'm doing. Because I learned at a young age. And with business being a place of action. That is the opposite of theory. The complete opposite of theory. I mean they're black and white. Action is completely opposite. From theory. And for the longest time I wondered. If this is true, then what could my value be, not only to myself, but to the economy around me? 
And I think I have the answer. If you know about Jordan Peterson or Carl Jung or anybody who talks extensively about visionary personality types. And if you're a visionary personality type yourself, sometimes it can be very difficult to understand what exactly your worth is. What exactly is your worth as a visionary who doesn't necessarily do any of the steps who isn't necessarily concerned with the micromanaging of anything. What is what is it to be a visionary? To be a visionary is to have the ability to think 200 years ahead of people. 200 years ahead of people. So that's rather you are making progress 200 years ahead of people or not. That's important, right? In in my estimate, my value to the world is that I think so far ahead, I think across the dimensions of so many different value metrics. I take every little thing into account so deeply that my value is and will always be that I'm going to think 200, 400, 2002 millennial I guess that's less 2 billion years ahead of anybody else so the competitive advantage of being a visionary is not necessarily that I'm going to outwork you although I would love to say because of my work ethic And I'd love to work on that. And I'd love to be able to say one day, I outwork most of the people I know, which is not true. I know some people that are pulling, you know, at least 100 hour weeks right now, right now, today. The value is when someone like Dan Penna says that my biggest failure in my life was that I didn't set my goals high enough. When someone like Dan Penna says something like that, And he's a billionaire who's worked for governments, who's been the CEO of hundreds, you know, or or the a functioning executive in hundreds of businesses, hundreds of multi-million billion dollar industries. You should take that to heart. Here's why. If you set yourself to make fifty dollars. You're not going to make more than $50 if that's your highest life goal. Now, if your highest life goal is to make a million dollars, you'll never make more than a million. You'll hit a million and then die. But you won't hit more than a million. The reason this matters is what I've learned in goal setting and when I've analyzed myself and how I did the best in times of my life when I was doing great, times of my life when I wasn't doing so great. It's a burden and a blessing to think so far ahead and to consider so many things when making simple decisions. Here's the burden. The amount of pressure on my shoulders every day because of how strong my vision is and me not being in that vision and the fact that whenever I 
reach the front um, stairs or the gate of that vision that I still feel like, well, I should have went 10 miles more. I'll always be under that pressure. Always. I'll always be under the pressure knowing that my vision is much larger than my life and my problems. It's a lot of pressure. I could, you know, vent right now. I couldn't tell you offhand why. It's just a lot of pressure because when person A says, I want to make, you know, 50K a year and be comfortable and that's all I want. That's not very difficult. Or at least it doesn't seem that difficult. You know, if you wanted to do that, you could set that goal and tackle that probably almost immediately. But what is difficult, significantly more difficult, is having either the self-esteem, the blindness, the arrogance, whatever defaults or whatever positive values it takes to be the guy who says, okay, so everyone in this room and in the history of mankind has made a million dollars, right? Cool, I'm going to make $10 billion. And in my self-setting goals in my life that are significantly out of my reach, in setting those goals, I haven't always reached those goals, but I've made it significantly farther than other people just by nature, even with their work ethic, just by nature of the fact that they set their goals so fucking low. I don't want to have realistic goals. When I look at my diary and I look at the the things that I've done great in my life, things I've gotten good at really fast, things like guitar, will I, where I'll have people look at me and say, "Dude, you did great. Like you're you're incredible at what you do." I don't feel the sympathy that they feel. I don't feel incredible at what I do. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel confident and warm. But in my head, when someone says, you're great at this, the only thing in my head is the light years away I am from my vision. And the worst part is, on top of the fact that I'm a light year away, tomorrow, because of the new information that comes in my brain, I'm going to be two light years away because I'm going to set my goal even higher and higher, and higher, and higher, and higher, and higher. So the visionary doesn't win because he outworks everyone around him. I want to be a content person. I want to make a ton of content and post it online and get everybody involved. I want to be the leader, manager, etc., etc., etc. It takes a very long-term vision to humble yourself and say, yeah, but I'm not that guy. I'm not the guy who's going to do the writing. (laughs) Ha ha. I'm not the guy who's going to lead the sales team, even though I love doing sales. I love all those things. They're fun. I love doing them. Genuinely, if, I, if, I, if money wasn't an object, I would still do them. But I have to be humble and say, okay, that's not my place. My place is to find the person whose place it is and put them in that place and then find the people who can make that position easier for them, and then get them to make it easier for them. 
So when many people want to use their selves to go through the world and function in the world, my vision is larger than that. For whatever reason, again, whether it's a default or a, a positive character trait, whichever one it may be, it still functions and operates the same way. I see that the world is a huge machine. The people in it are machines. Their motives are machines. Their motives are somewhat of a separate machine. Because if you have 10 people with 10 different motives, if you put them together, all 10 of their motives change. So the reason visionaries are successful is because when you said, I'm going to make $200 today, you worked 80 times harder than me, 80, 80 times harder than I ever will, and you made 200 which is incredible. And in that same day, I set my goal to make $2 million. I did not work you. I guess, I guess I'm not necessarily even smarter than you. But my vision was significantly bigger than yours. The difference is you succeeded in collecting your 200. I didn't succeed in collecting my 2 million. Unfortunately, I only made 30,000 a day. You see how that works? Because the way that I operate and the way that I have to maneuver the world with a larger goal is completely different in every... Remember, we were talking about values and how different values can change, etc., etc., etc. Because of my goal, my values, functions, and the way that I have to operate just in general, the way that I not only have to operate... The way that I have to visualize the operation, literally, the way I have to, when, in my head, when I think of me being in that desk, and I, I have to think of my job, and I have to think of what I'm doing for a living, and what I'm doing on this planet. When I started thinking, oh, I want to make uh, 50K a year, and it was a goal, oh, I want to make 200K a year, then I'll be super happy, 200K a year. In my head, I kind of seen me calling clients, kind of doing sales, kind of just doing sales, because that could hit 200k a year. It would be a son of a bitch, but it would be 200k. When my mindset changed to, I'd like to make a hundred billion dollars by the time that I'm 90 years old. Hundred billion. I started looking up. Okay, well, instead of selling a low-ticket item, what's something I could sell that's super expensive? So instantly, my vision changed. My entire perspective on everything that I was doing instantly changed. I didn't see myself doing sales. I looked up the most expensive things on earth, and in my estimate, the two most expensive things... One real estate, luxury real estate. I'm talking uh, uh, castles that you can buy for you know, $25 million, $3 billion. Luxury real estate, A. B, souvenirs. 
pieces of history, pieces of art, the most expensive things. Why? Because money changes, economics changes, but symbols and what they mean to people change a lot less often than our economy. Our economy is actually built around that. So I didn't imagine myself doing sales anymore. The more and more I think of my position and what I'm supposed to do, now, when I set my goal for I want to make $50,000 by Friday, January 1st, 2021st, easily and smoke a blunt celebrate, accomplishing this by sacrificing my time, money, energy, and resources to recruit salespeople and marketers for Dream Blueprint to find clients and fulfill their marketing goals. I don't just see myself as a salesperson. I see myself as a business engineer. I don't think CEO is good enough. I don't think that makes enough sense for what I'm doing. I don't think CFO, any of those C's, any of the um, you know, chief executives in a business. I need to be above all of those chief executives. And I need them to operate my businesses. And I need to be the visionary and directionist. While everybody else deals with the little fucking... And I think, why? Why the fuck would anybody listen to me? I don't know how to do this job correctly. I'm just the person telling you. I don't know how to run this industry completely. I just gave you the investment money to do this. So why would they listen to me? And why isn't every rich person in the world... Somebody with a billion skills. They usually have few skills, not many. Why is that? Again, you have to operate completely different when you have a higher vision. So my vision has moved from I need to be a person doing sales to I need to be a person committed to my vision. And I need to be a brand of my vision. I need people to look into my eyes and think, this motherfucker, there's, I've met so many people, maybe even in higher positions with him, with better this, that, but, but fucking something about him. He's so committed to his vision. He doesn't know what he's doing half the time with this, this, or this, or this, and he still goes forward with the vision. How the, f- and he's still successful. I need to be the visionary. The synapsis of the world is being a visionary. It's not having a vision. It's not understanding that other people need that vision. It's being a fucking visionary. Being that visionary and having that confidence is what other people need. So my biggest skill as a visionary is to have the confidence to have a larger vision than others around me. That is it. That's it. Period. That's it. It takes a lot of confidence. And it takes a lot of maybe arrogance. And a lot of intelligence to be that visionary. So that's my value on the world. I hope you like this. If you're a visionary, I hope you got something out of this too. Thank you so much, guys. I'm building Dream Blueprint. A marketing agency will be one of the... Number one digital marketing agencies in North America within the next four years, one of the biggest marketing firms within the next 10 years.
taking goals towards that currently, and I hope you enjoy the journey. Thank you.